1: Hello, ito po si Robbie Alampay, podcast mula sa Quezon City. Kasama po natin si Attorney Ted te, former Supreme Court spokesperson, now back teaching at the UP College of Law. In Ted Talks, Ted te Talks on all things law and government. In this episode, we discuss the Rome Statute, the International Criminal Court, and the Duterte administration's move to pull the Philippines out of both. As you know, as of March 17, 2019, the Philippine government considers the country no longer or has never been a party to the Rome statute. As news have reported, we have exited, or government says never were with, the ICC. So immediately, some things to clarify. Ted, first of all, let's try to make sense of of all the terms here. What's the difference? Rome Statute, International Criminal Court, are these interchangeable terms? Okay, the Rome Statute is the treaty that created the International
2: Criminal Court. So when we say that we are no longer part of the ICC, we're actually saying we are no longer part of the treaty. The Rome Statute that created the International Criminal Court.
1: Okay, so Ted, is there any question as to whether or not we are still a party or not? Is that an objective fact now that we are no longer a party?
2: Well, there is actually an. Well, we can actually put an asterisk there, because the question of withdrawal was is is a live matter with the Supreme Court. The some parties had questioned the the withdrawal from the Rome Statute before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has not ruled on it. If the court says that, well, okay, it's Mutan Academic, the the ICC has already recognized our withdrawal, and so we're no longer a party, then okay na yon. But what if the court says that when we withdrew from the Rome Statute, ineffective yung withdrawal based on our constitutional laws, based on our domestic laws. So parang lumabas, hindi tayo withdraw
1: on February 8, 2018, ICC Prosecutor Fatu Bensouda announced the court's decision to conduct a preliminary examination into the situation in the Philippines. Here's what Bensouda said.
0: Following a careful, independent, and impartial review of a number of communications and reports documenting alleged crimes potentially falling within the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court, I have decided to open a preliminary examination into each of these situations. In the context of the war on drugs campaign launched by the government of the Philippines, it has been alleged that since July 2016, thousands of persons have been killed for reasons related to their alleged involvement in illegal drug use or dealing. While some of such killings have reportedly occurred in the context of clashes between and within gangs, it is alleged that many of the reported incidents involved extrajudicial killings in the course of police anti-drug operations.
1: When we ratified our being a party to the Rome Statute, that ratification needed the concurrence of the Senate. And so the argument now was, if we needed the Senate para pumasok, dapat para lumabas, kailangan din may basbas ng Senado. Ang problema dun
2: is that it's clear, pag-entry, you need Senate approval, ratification. Now, hindi malinaw, because it's not provided in the language of the Constitution, that when you withdraw from a treaty already entered into and ratified by the Senate, that you also need the Senate to concur. That's an open question. And that's what the court is trying to decide as part of its role in determining whether the petition should be granted or not.
1: March 17, 2019 is the date that we are, as they said, officially no longer a party to the Rome Statute. This is one year to the date of when President Duterte ordered the DFA to submit a letter of withdrawal. Here is President Rodrigo Duterte.
0: There is no law. Pinirmahan ng Presidente, ratify ng Senate. The siya sa Rome Agreement at inattach na nila yung membership natin. Without passing the critical publication, it is there in the publications, official gazette when you are now put on constructive notice that there is a law. I will convince everybody now who are under the treaty sa I get out get out Bastos yan
1: Prosecutor Bensuda yesterday tweeted that uh, you know our examinations and if necessary investigations will proceed this does not stop us On the other hand Malakanyang is saying that no this effectively shuts the door and we will not even allow ICC prosecutors or investigators into the country Who's correct? Well under
2: Article 127 of the Rome Statute, no paragraph two, it's clear there that the the withdrawal of a state does not affect the obligation to cooperate with any investigation uh, that has been opened even before the withdrawal. Uh, the prosecutor herself s- said that no, that uh, that the independent and impartial investigation into the situation continues despite the withdrawal. So
1: Are we saying that? At this point, the ICC has jurisdiction over that window of time?
2: Yes, within that window of time when the Rome Statute was effective in the Philippines because we entered into the Rome Statute, the ICC would have jurisdiction. But beyond that, that's in na
1: After the Philippines' official withdrawal from the ICC on March 17, 2019, The ICC said it should still be able to look into events that took place during the period that the ICC considers the Philippines to have been a party to the Rome Statute. So that's from 2011 to March 2019. Anticipating a hypothetical ICC mission to the Philippines, therefore, presidential spokesperson Salvador Panelo had this to say. Smile at them and tell them nicely you can't do it here. If you persist, you will be deported. Well, Panela said not only will government bar ICC investigators from coming into the country, he also said that if the ICC were to conduct examinations or investigations outside of the country, and if they were to invite Filipinos to take part, he said that government can make a case for barring Filipinos from taking part in that, uh, in that activity, even if it were to be held outside of the country?
2: Well, I don't think that government can legally do that. The right to travel is guaranteed under the Constitution, Article 3, Section 6. And the only limitations are national security, public safety, or public health as a law may provide. So unless there is a specific law passed by Congress in this particular situation declaring that travel for purposes... Of the ICC uh, complaint, for example, or investigation, is uh, against national security, public safety, or public health, then I don't think government can bar any citizen who wants to travel out of the country to to attend an ICC hearing. It is the reverse is not the ca- the same situation though, because an, a foreigner coming into the country can be barred. Because that is our right as a country, but a citizen can always travel out of his country.
1: Okay. Now, to be fair to um, Secretary uh, to to be fair to Attorney Panelo, after he said that he did try to qualify, and uh, he said that no, we did not say that we will outright bar Filipinos from taking part. What I said, uh, Attorney Panelo said, is that if the intent is to. Uh, to basically to criticize government or to attack government or basically to undermine uh, government and for that matter to undermine the sovereignty of the country, then they can bar. But then, but then that presumes that they would know what the what the intent and what the content of uh, of a person flying out to testify would be. Wouldn't that run into uh, questions of prior restraint, wouldn't that uh, run into questions of freedom of speech? Exactly.
2: That, that is a classic case of prior restraint. under And again, freedom of expression, freedom of speech is guaranteed under the Constitution. It says it cannot be abridged. So again, I I don't think that the, what Secretary Panello says is actually permissible under the Constitution.
1: What is Malacanang's argument, what is government's argument that that window... Is not even something that holds us.
2: The argument of Malacanang is the only logical argument they can make at this point. Because they're saying that we never became a party to the ICC. Because there's a defect in terms of publication. he did not comply with the requirements of publication. Therefore, it never became effective. Such that, and I think this is the setup of the legal argument, such that, even the investigations of any incidents from 2011 to 2019 March 17 wala well sa jurisdiction So it's ICC. Like, it's like
1: it's like uh, it's akin to the to the old and favored argument of this administration the co-warrant with uh, CJ Sereno. Na, no, she she was never a justice to begin with. Void ab initio. Uh, because void mm. ab initio because she never yes. filed the salad. Same argument with Antonio Trillanes. Mm. No, there was a technicality no, in the amnesty. Yeah. And therefore, void ab initio. Yeah. So void ab initio rin yung
2: argument dito. Parang ganon. It never happened. We never became a party. So, because we never became a party, ICC never had jurisdiction over anything involving the Philippines. Ang magiging problema dyan, the Philippines, the Philippine government has one position, the ICC has another position, they're both diametrically opposed. So, mangyayari dyan, uh, they will each hold on to their position. Wala namang kasing super court that will decide no? among the, the two of them.
1: Okay, but speaking of those two opposing positions, that will come to a head... If and when the ICC and the prosecutors makes do on what Prosecutor Bensuda said she would do, she's, no, we will, we will continue. We will send investigators. Malacanang said we will not even let those investigators come into the country. That is the coming to a head that we have to envision.
2: Tama 'yun, lalabas dito stalemate, no? The Philippine government will insist on its prerogatives even though there there might be diplomatic credentials involved, no? Uh, they can go to the extreme of saying for example, we do not recognize the diplomatic credentials. These are persona non grata for example, which is diplomatic language for saying we don't want to hear. right? So posible pwedeng gawin ng ng yon, if it pushes itself to that extreme. On the other hand for the ICC, you know, they will not insist Uh, In coming in, but it might not stop them from,
1: for example, investigating because they can always talk to people who go to them. We've been talking about, as you said, governments wanting out of something when it is disadvantageous to them, then wanting to exploit a mechanism if it is advantageous to them. What are we losing in terms of advantage and in terms of option if we are no longer part of the ICC?
2: One of the things that we lose there is really the uh, ability to make sure that a head of government or someone with with power within any government, not just this government, with any government, to be held accountable for any of these very extreme
1: acts. This is what the people will lose. Yes, this is what the people will lose. But Justice Antonio Carpio was also saying uh, recently that the state loses its power to also use the court in case we are the aggrieved party,
2: tamay yon. yun yung kabilanon. For example nga, kung tayo yung tayo na nagrabiyado, then yes, we also lose that because we we don't have the mechanisms of the Rome Statute anymore.
1: Mm. So the ICC therefore uh, does not just pertain to crimes on genocide and uh, crimes against humanity. This is also a court of resort for us. Let's say with our territorial disputes with China. No,
2: not not really, not really. It has to fall within the jurisdiction of the ICC. Genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes, and yung last is crime of aggression. Yun yung pinaka posible pumasok. Uh, in terms to, of state to state. In terms of state to state, no, kasi parang uh, guerra, no. So may crime of aggression, then posible yan. But all the first three, no, genocide internal usulian. Crimes against humanity, internal usulian. War crimes, ganun din. No?
1: But I guess that was the point of Justice Carpio, especially knowing his interest in the South China Sea. Uh, he's been following that very passionately and very intensely that should there be a, a a claimed crime of aggression in a disputed area, we've actually lost a an important forum for us.
2: Tama yun. Tama yun. But again, uh, it would have to be connected with that particular crime of aggression. On
1: its own? On its own yes. It can be aggression without necessarily genocide having uh, taken place. Yes,
2: it means an, uh, any any use of armed force by a state against the sovereignty or territorial independence of another state. So,
1: yun yung tinitingnan niya. If the Supreme Court rules either way, that the President has the power or does not have the power to unilaterally take us out of this treaty, is that precedent for all other treaties? Let's say a treaty on climate change.
2: Yes, possibly. Because if the court says that the president can unilaterally take us out of a treaty that, for example, creates a body, then yes. On the other hand, if the court says the Senate needs to concur, that's also authority to say that the president cannot just on his own or her own withdraw us from a treaty.
1: Maraming salamat Atty. kalimutan subscribe sa Puma Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to TED Talks on Puma Podcast. Just search for us on Spotify, Anchor, and Stitcher. Ako po si Robbie Alampay. This episode was produced by Katrina Ventura and edited by Nico Bolante. Maraming salamat po. Thanks for listening.